This is Nine Deeps of Space, and today we are watching Babel. I'm Van Velding, and I have watched Star Trek Deep Space Nine like ten times. I'm Kit. This is my first time watching Deep Space Nine. Okay, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, engage. So yeah, like in in its time, I think this is like a cool story about... Um, people <laughs> sorry we, we start off with things just not working on the ship yep on O'Brien have a having a bad day yeah um as someone who currently does technical work and who's been uh who's had a lot of my plate lately i can relate especially this guy the karen of space <laughs> the karen of space <laughs> yeah no customer service sucks yeah this is kind of depressing, like, on an existential level. Like, you can get into Starfleet and become a chief and, you know, reach for the stars and then end up doing customer service with space Karens. Yeah. yeah, you could think about it as tiny diplomacy if you wanted. I guess, yeah, that's true. Maybe. But, uh, I don't know, like, there should be, like, I don't know what their resource base is. It feels like Starfleet could just be like, oh... Man, you guys need more stuff. Have yeah. like 10 more people and like 20 more things of equipment. Yeah. There you go. But maybe, maybe some of the resources are Bajoran, so they have to work with Bajoran limitations. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe O'Brien is just bad at delegating. That's also possible. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the series is bad at delegating. <laughs> That's true. So. In, particularly the writers. Yeah, it's like if a company had to be like, oh man, we have to open, we have a problem at one of our Arby's. It's like, let's send the board of directors down to staff that Arby's. <laughs> but, but yeah, I do like, this is the dream, by the way, for anybody in technical field. For the moment, the mo- one moment where the sound stops, that's yeah. the dream. Yeah. Then when the lights go off, that's the reality. <laughs> Some really good, like, delivery of the lines here from Obot Bryant. The, anything else I can do for you, like, you <laughs> laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. Kalmini's really good. So. This is great. And it's interesting how, like, the the bridge, right, the, the command levels get his personal attention just whenever they want. And they're like, wow, you look tired. Anyway. yeah so that's how it goes he's the chief of operations if he's shorthanded you know it makes sense that he could roll up his sleeves which he literally does (laughs) yeah and uh take care of himself (laughs) like dude just take just take 10 minutes (laughs) take 10 just relax (laughs) irish sass yeah. I don't know if that's a stereotype or not, but I mean, Kalmini does it well. Yep. You really feel like you're headed for a Kalmini episode. Yeah. Um, for a while here. For, for a bit, so, but then. Yeah. I really like um, in, in this upcoming shot, all the like tech bits where I, I bet the props department had a great time creating like all the little glowy stuff. Yeah, I think after TNG, they they kind of knew that they 
they were going to need a crawl space for everything they did. <laughs> I know the Voyager set had one integrated into it. I can only assume this is the go-to crawl space that they have, the Jeffries tube they have for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So, and they've just sort of put a replicator on top of it, and then we're not supposed to question why there's a replicator in the hallway. <laughs> hey, but, man, what if you want coffee and you're in the hallway? This is the Starbucks of space, you're saying? <laughs> it's like a vending machine. Everybody at 6 a.m. is just lined up by it. <laughs> coffee. I like how he he watches it do like this weird electrical bullshit, and then he's like, well, it's probably fine. It's coffee. <laughs> it's programmers and yeah. engineers throughout the ages being like, well, I guess it's fine. Yeah, it tastes like coffee. <laughs> That's the best diagnostic tool we have. <laughs> So, I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> other yeah. than the whole, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I say other than the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, at this point, right? We we have an inkling of what's what's going to happen, right? We know something's wrong with the replicator, but we don't know what. We don't. So, we have to figure that out. I. You know, TNG did this a lot, too, and so did uh, the original series a little bit, where people just have horrible protocols, <laughs> like, in a horrible observance of, like, this. there's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where Geordi is sick. They know that Geordi is sick and irrational, and Dr. Crusher goes, hey, Geordi, wait right here. I'm going to get something. <laughs> and she leaves him, and he walks out of sick bay. And it's like, that's... That's bad? You knew his judgment was compromised? And they can't find him? Sort, anyway. of, a, sort of like hmm? bad at your job. Sort yes. Of thing. Like, why are you bad so. at your job? And and testing the replicator by seeing if the coffee tastes right would be one of those things. <laughs> right. Maybe the wand is a diagnostic tool and it, it tells them everything is fine because it can't detect what's wrong. But That's, that's possible. It's a, it's a bit of a reach. It's really just I mean, TV magic. Look, if you're confident in your work, you should be confident in your work. <laughs> His next step is to say the replicators are fixed. So he damn well better get a cup of coffee out of there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's downright responsible is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. There aren't, um, aren't like a lot of big picture concepts in this one yeah usually star trek has an idea behind it you know yeah yeah that's true this this kind of just like a thing happens quark and odo flirting again <laughs> i mean that's fair so without any business at all there'd be less crime odo because no one would listen true so you know much crime the desert has None. Because it has no people. <laughs> There's no people. It's the desert. I don't know, though. Like, quarantine has made crime grow up pretty high. So maybe you should give people something to do. That's true. That whole, like, video games have made crime go down thing. Yeah. Something. I had heard that crime had gone up during the, the quarantine. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. So. This customer is so... <laughs> like, because it's not like Quirk cooked it. No. It's not like it's his fault. Yeah, and... And Odo actually is act... like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quirk, um... 
Right. He's like, try the food of courts. I'm like, you have a replicator like everybody else. <laughs> Why is the food of Quark special? Quark is a cook. We learn later that Quark was a cook. And I don't know if he's like, have you ever seen Galaxy Quest? Yes. I don't know if he's just like, um, um, oh, what's her name? Not Renee Zellweger. Why do I want to call her Renee Zellweger? Um, Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. I don't know if he's like Sigourney Weaver's character in Galaxy Quest, where he's the other one who can order things from the replicator. Oh, yeah. Maybe he orders ingredients and combines them? (laughs) Maybe, yeah. At that point, it's a replicator that only does... Oh, well, my brain's not good today. That's fine. What's What's the ordering thing? The... The loot box, but for food <laughs> in the mail. Oh, yeah, those, like, food boxes that you get, right? The recipe, like, Hello Fresh and everything like that. Yeah, I was going to yeah. do a completely fake segue into the, the commercial, like, in the podcasts. Like, the real podcast. They get money for it, not this one. <laughs> um, I forget what they were called. So, Yeah, I don't know what the generic name for them is. Yeah. Well, there, there's a generic name for the box, for the box thing. Uh-huh. And then and then there's like a, one especially, like Blue Something, that's really popular that you hear ads oh, for like all the time. yeah. Blue Something. So, that's all I've got, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to think about it anymore because they, they should pay podcasts to talk about it. So, <laughs> uh, Cisco seems happy. Yeah. Cisco's happy. Captain's happy. It's important for the captain yeah. to be happy. And now we get to, like, the weird, intriguing twists of our episode. Where Honestly, if, I was, starts, if hmm? I was Cisco, I would have just assumed that was, like, an Irishism. Because <laughs> people yeah. say things that I don't understand. I'm like, okay, yep, I'm going to nod and, and smile. I don't question them. Yeah. So, but this episode is based on people, like going around and kind of digging into when things are odd yeah kind of that's after. true oh this this bit <sighs> i mean i'm sure there are perks to being a pretty lady there are perks for, to like, being a pretty lady it just gets old real fast yeah so and dax is like no it's great like no sometimes people don't want hamburgers okay <laughs> this works so. Kira. Yeah. It's not the sickest burn, but huh? <laughs> it's not the sickest burn, it's true. It it establishes our, our, our rapport between these two. I like all the made up food, that must be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Give you a little bit. I um I like there are different worlds that are reused for a bunch of these different you know, alien world name plus human food. And yes. <laughs> so, um, I wonder if there's like a generator somewhere online where you can just generate Star Trek food names. No doubt. No doubt. So there's a handful of worlds. It's nice whenever we go to them. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, uh, sometimes we'll see them. I don't think we get bullion food though. I think bullions. <laughs> Maybe they're not good cooks. I think they're kind of uh, their their digestive system's weird, so I guess yeah. people don't eat their stuff. Maybe they just eat leaves. Maybe so. And this is where it's like 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as as a new viewer, like, where's where's your head at here? Um, definitely, I didn't know the word for it, but but I knew that there's there's things that can make you stop being able to do words good. <laughs> so yeah. So it's not like I mean, oh they, something they, happened to the cheese. something was in that coffee. Yeah. He runs off. I was just talking about Geordie O'Brien. You were there for that. <laughs> I assume he's going to go to sick bay. Although I don't know how he tells the elevator what to do. Maybe there's buttons. Maybe there's buttons. Because like, people like voice controls, but they're really obnoxious sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah, so he did go to sick bay. So did Kira, for some reason. <laughs> she had to get the next one. <laughs> It's got to be awkward. He's getting checked out by the doctor. Kira comes in two minutes later. Yeah, I was going to come with you. <laughs> you took the one turbo lift. Yeah. So. We're getting little clues. Yeah. I was honestly I waiting um, for the the nonsense to have some kind of pattern to it. I thought that's what was going to happen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can see that. Where they could just crack the code and figure out a way to decrypt it yeah so <laughs> i think he's consistent whenever he says way link right yeah because because there is a consistency there yeah when he writes things down i'm like oh this, this could crack the case wide open in the first 10 minutes <laughs> i was like 12 when i saw this <laughs> like, yeah this might work a lot of people there are a lot hmm? nope, go ahead there are a lot of times in fiction where writing things down uh, is your solution. Yeah. So they, they tried it really quick. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is how aphasia looks in real life. I don't know if they've taken any artistic liberties here. Yeah, I don't know. I say, um, man, this is just a bad day for me in references. Again, I'm really tired. There's a, a Shakespeare play that I'm a big fan of. I can't think of the name right now where someone has their, it's a gruesome play. They, they have their hands cut off and their tongue cut out. And oh, they have dang. to communicate. Jeez. And it was done... Huh? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's it's a grisly play. Um, and, like, it's so they can't communicate. And they just take a, a stick in their teeth. And they write with their toes um, in the dirt. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Humans are pretty creative at that sort of thing. Yeah. So. And then immediately we get someone else. That's super bad. <laughs> Wait, oh no. Affected a different species and a different person. Yeah, is because because she's a trill, but like, is her host a human? I guess not. Her um. So the deal is, there are two life forms on trill. Right. There are the humanoids, and ah. then there are the the symbionts. I, I yeah, I suppose yeah. you can't just put a slug in a human and have that work. Probably. Um, Not unless you're in Animorphs. When we first meet the Trill, you cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, Later in this series, it is kind of established Trill only. Yeah. For like the best, the best melding. I think, I think Discovery might change that a little bit. Oh. Um, And just play with those rules a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, sure, why not? But yeah, like her, her entire brain setup is different, right? She brains different. 
She brains different. It's true. So. And Cisco, um, in what we now understand is a relatively unrealistic move, uh, quarantines everyone immediately. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. But it only affects two people, so I'm sure it's fine. That's what a lot of people have apparently said. Oh, yeah. no. Last 24 months. (laughs) And then Quark here with his super spreader event. Yes. Quark doesn't know that it's a super spreader event because he doesn't know there's a um, a virus out. Oh, he does? Uh, that's, okay. He knows there's a quarantine. I guess they didn't tell people it's a virus. Oh, there you go. The quarantine has a ray on edge. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, no, no sorry is necessary. Harmless diversion. He is having a super spreader event. He is having But Quirk's, but, Quirk's a businessman. He is one dumpster full of chopped up phone from being the MyPillow guy. <laughs> so... <laughs> He might be charming. You might root for him as the underdog, but like, let's not forget who he is at his core. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like both, like I love both him and Odo as a dynamic, but both of them are kind of objectively terrible people. <laughs> I mean, that's it's true. It's true. We, um, you know, we do have a cast of flawed characters. Oh boy, you can really see that backdrop. Um, we do have a cast of flawed characters. Yes. Um. And it's kind of up to the series to say, well, you know, can they grow past that? Can they develop to be people who are better than that? Yeah. So, well, let's have to see. Let's just go. Cisco seems pretty on top of things, though. He does, although he, he did say it's just a precaution, which kind of does imply that he's not really communicating the seriousness to... Well, but then this guy knows. So I'm hmm. not sure. It's not clear. So yeah, he's like, look, man, commerce has to happen or else we have jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, mm. Although he is honest about the being sick thing here. And they yeah. don't discuss, like, asymptomatic spread and stuff. But They do not. They did, like, discuss aphasia in quite a bit of detail. I mean, they do, but they don't discuss asymptomatic spread because this is a TV show sickness, right? Yeah. People get sick, they show symptoms. Therefore, they have the virus. And I think the way Hollywood models some of this stuff um, is probably one of the reasons people have such a hard time accepting the nuances of, the, of a real pandemic. I guess. But a little later, they're, they're going to talk about like how the, the aphasia itself takes, um, shoot, takes, takes different lengths of time. Oh, God. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> that Odo did this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> oh no! For God's sakes! I just—he's like, all right, Cork, <laughs> you're just... in real trouble. Let's stop by security and get the cart that I stole from you to the place. <laughs> this involves Odo breaking into Cork's storeroom with the deputy and being like, "Here, take this," and then he becomes the cart. <laughs> it's like okay. Port Rom. He can only arrest Quark if Quark has done more crimes <laughs> to start Odo with has. than Odo did to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Red Queen hypothesis for crime, criminal activity. <laughs> uh, so. so they they found out pretty quickly like what the culprit could be. Yeah. So that was nice. 
smart. Yep. So um, so here they 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 talk about we've all eaten from the replications. So yeah, they they do mention incubation period here. They do, but it's random. Yeah. So it's that, yeah, it's not know. they don't go into a whole lot of detail. But now we know. Now we know everything. Now we know way 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 more than we ever wanted to about this stuff. Yeah. So but uh, I think I think the best representation I've seen of it was in Scrubs. They had an episode where it's like there's they put like green highlight on on your hands and things to represent like infection. Ah, nice. Yeah, and like they did it in the beginning, kind of show how important you know sanitation is in the hospital, and they had a sex joke about it uh, <laughs> later on, where like Todd is like, uh, yeah, I just got back from having like great, and it shows like filthy parts of him that are assumed to be part of sex. Um, and then, like, at the end, uh, Scrub's like 10 years old now. At the end, a guy shakes hands with a patient because he's a bad doctor and he's leaving. Um, but because he was gross, he, 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 he also had the infection and he passed it to her and she died. <gasps> yeah. First early season Scrubs was n- not playing around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so oh, yeah, they no, just, they had, oh, hmm? go ahead sorry i was gonna go on about scrubs we've talked about these <laughs> <Space> nine <laughs> um yeah so they they went into this is a little tv magic right the the virus just transmuted into airborne as if you're playing pandemic and yeah you, you click the button to to make it do that um so that's a little hand wavy but you know i guess it's the future so you have future viruses yeah i mean you know viruses mutate you put them in a big enough that's very um, true, as we are finding out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the entire strategy of herd immunity requires a lot of people to die. And it also makes everyone who gets it an incubator for a mutagenic strains of the virus. Yeah. So now we have got two, two at least, two we strains. Have, we have two major strains that we're, we're contending with. Although, like, neither yeah. of those strains are, like, instead of spreading by respiratory now it's spread in some completely other way right there are right. modifications that that is a big jump and and so. this station like these these i mean everything always mutates all the time but these two variants have come up partly because there's been hundreds of thousands of infections yeah right? the scale is a little different but again it's the yeah. future this is a specifically bioengineered virus right so yeah yeah so, yeah, a thousand people is not enough to create the kind of mutations we've seen. Yeah. In a regular virus, in a regular naturally occurring virus. Yeah. So. I did, yeah. at, at around this point, I did kind of secretly wish that it was the people who we were hearing who were aphasic and, and they just didn't realize they were aphasic with everyone else because they were all communicating with each other that's not <laughs> yeah. how aphasia actually works of course but you know i kind of expected yeah. that kind of like tv twist yeah everything ah quirk quirk the guy who's convinced he's immune <laughs> he probably so. is i mean all of the other fringy disappear when this happens so we don't know <laughs> yeah i like that they just leave leave him to harass sick people like get him out yeah leave. get him out of there there. I guess he's got his son. He's distracted. Yeah. He's doing a comedy bit. We appreciate that. But there are lines, people. 
So well, it's not clear if this virus is deadly yet, right? No, no, no. They're yeah. worried, but... So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, like, that that's the thing. Quark and people like Quark are like, no, I'm special. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a Ferengi. And then for another friend gets, he gets sick, he's like, oh, I'm special because uh, my family's always had good genes or whatever. <laughs> and then if they don't die, they're just like, this validates my beliefs. It's like, no, no, fell, you were lucky. Yeah. You jerk. <laughs> so. Bashir doing a good job. Bashir's pretty good at his job. He's bad at he's everything a... else, but he's good at his job. Yes. I mean, he's very good at the medical part of his job. Yes. Um. Like, identifying and treating disease, he is very good at for that part of being a doctor. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's kind of what redeems this character. Until we get to know him better, that's kind yeah. of what redeems him. Yeah. So. Well, he's funny to watch, if nothing else, so. That's true. I do like how quickly they figure things out, right? Like, Dr. Bashir <laughs> figures out it was Bajoran, and we just immediately cut to, okay, yes, we looked at the power levels. It has been here for 18 years. Yeah. Apparently the only thing these people ship between planets are rubitaires that go bad real quick. Or whatever that cabbage that guy had. When it comes to electronics, everybody builds their own. Yeah. So they're like, oh man, look at this circuit. That's definitely from Kilobop 5. Oh yeah, that's Kilobop 5 engineering. <laughs> Probably because, right, so, like you don't want to interfere with pre-spacefaring races. So... They have to, you have to let them build their own thing. And then everyone's on the um, U.S. system, the Imperial system, and no one wants to switch to the space metric system. <laughs> they don't. Much, I'm sure, to the charge in of uh, the Federation. <laughs> so, But I mean, on the other hand, we don't need to hear about like the major production companies. We don't need to look at a list of manifests and <laughs> purchasers and be like, oh, these guys sold. Like go down three pages of spreadsheets to find out somebody sold to the resistance 22 yeah. years ago but yeah all right fine it's, it's Bajoran that's cool it's Bajoran it's innate racial knowledge yeah they got special they got special computers man yeah They're yeah chips so. poor Jake yeah what I would like to do is hear more about the history of of Bajor in the occupation yeah um because it's like 40 hmm? we get a glimpse of that here but yeah yeah where they were apparently doing operations and putting together bioweapons and all kinds of cool stuff all kinds of yeah really innovative which happens right in in occupations we saw that with hong kong they had a lot of good tricks yeah Sounds sounds um, really weird when I put it like that, but <laughs> you you get really creative when you have to. Yeah. Um, you know, for forty years though, like it's not it's not absent up its ups and downs. Presumably, yeah. um, the provisional government was in existence for some part of that. The Bajoran militia was in existence for some part of that. Yeah. Um. But. So now, yeah. now someone has checked the like deadly. Uh, box in pandemic and we're finding <laughs> yeah. out that you know he's in trouble right i was honestly a little peeved that you know dr bashir is, is standing there being like i can't lower his fever with these medications like put something cold on his head <laughs> people people didn't just make that up that isn't an old wives tale you could 
you can help them by <laughs> I'm pretty sure so, maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm an idiot I don't know I mean it's it's I guess his body it shows that his body can fight the virus in some way right yeah so or maybe it's not maybe it's just well yeah if if his body's just spinning its wheels then he should just turn off his defense system entirely yeah give him Okay, I don't want to say give Chief O'Brien medicinal space aids. What I mean is that there has to be <laughs> There's immunosuppressants. a safe way. We have yes, thank you. Yeah. Right, that one. Um, and just be like, hey, Chief O'Brien's body, quit killing him over a virus you can't do anything about. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we understand. It, it bad for Chief's body. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. He dies soon. Very bad, yes. So. No pressure. And he just leaves. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of leadership Look, is that? Give her a pep talk at least. He is a commander, okay? <laughs> what, what is he, he doing? He knows what that as a Starfleet captain, he has to milk the drama out of these scenes <laughs> that's, with that's a professional detachment. Yes. <laughs> He's got to be like, no, no, no. We're going to go back to the nebula, but we might die. No, no, no. I figured it out. Are you going to tell us? No. We're going to go back to the nebula. <laughs> you know, he has. it's part of the qualifications test. He can't just be a captain if he can't prove. He's, they're going to pull Kira in. They're going to be like, Kira, would you describe Captain Sisko in times of great stress as being dramatic? And she's like, yes. There is this one time. <laughs> they're like, excellent. Thank you. Good review. He sent those like said, surveys out. How dramatic. <laughs> how how much did your captain turn up the drama? Yeah. And Kira's like, considering the situation, ten. <laughs> we have time for this. Apparently, yes. Yeah. But I'm fine with it. I like I like their dynamic a lot. That's good. I I like it too. It's it's a it's a gem. Um, of yeah, they kind of know each other pretty well, and Korsha was looking for some something that's be, that's beyond Odo's facade. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and no, I have to go. No, I am the facade. The facade is who I am. I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> it's a metaphor. So. That's right. He um, came to warn. Yeah. Like, hey, there's no no one here, but I'm gonna kick your ass if you steal anything. Just FYI. I don't know. I got I got a lot of feels from Corsa. I just don't feel like he's a petty theft guy. You know what I mean? I feel like if he thinks he could, if he thought he could get away with it, right? Because he literally, like, they had this conversation earlier in this episode. Odo was like. You could have asked. And Quark was like, that's not my style, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is a heck of a defense. So, he's uh, he's chaotic illegal. That's his alignment. <laughs> chaotic, chaotic illegal. illegal. <laughs> so. Yes. But now we kind of see the, the Bashir thread of this episode yeah. winding up. Goodbye, Bashir. Yeah, please get onto the dolly. We'll take you to the the room <laughs> with all the sick people. You've stopped contributing to the plot. Now this is cool because we see 
like his perspective in this moment that it's just all the the real world words have turned into mush he's like yeah it. <laughs> yeah and so now we're focused on kira and odo and kira just really so. hates doing this research <laughs> yeah but i think she's thought, stressed yeah she has to do all the brain work to connect everything but the computer's doing the hard part yeah so um what's what's interesting is that you know this episode's focus shifts from o'brien to kind of bashir cisco a couple other guys and now it's focusing on kira Odo. yeah and cork look at this guy oh the cardassian mining station you've overplayed your i don't remember hand <laughs> like there's a wormhole now <laughs> It's like your future, dude. And goodbye. That's... I can see why he he does that, but also that's a bad play on his part. What? Cisco? To just... Uh, no, um, the, the doctor. To, to just hang up on her. Oh, yeah. Like, way to be suspicious. Yeah. So, I kind of wish there was a little bit of Bajoran culture in there. It's some kind of weird thing Bajorans do. I don't yeah. know. But, whatever. We're good. She's literally <laughs> all we've got. She's like, oh yeah, that's true. I guess we don't have time for a fight. Yep. Go ahead and it's break good. at least one human rights law. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. It's fine. Just, uh, <laughs> thanks, it's thanks, Odo. Thanks for the uh, the pep talk there. He's being optimistic. He <laughs> says, "I hope someone's left on the station when she comes back." <laughs> That's technically an optimistic thing to say. <laughs> so. Jay can't understand you. Yeah. Very so. one-sided conversation. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, they want to show Cisco being a father, and he's doing a good yeah. job. And besides, I'm sure as a parent, a lot of conversations feel one-sided. <laughs> That's very true. You can listen so, to the, the tone of his... Jake can listen to the tone of his voice. Yeah. So Maybe extrapolate. Yeah. Give him another hug. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, this is a this is one of the the stronger relationships of the series. Yeah. I'm glad they included it. Yes, yes, very much. For more than just make Cisco different from Picard reasons. Yeah. So now we get our action quotient because this has been a really sedate episode of Star Trek. It has. Trek. That's right. So when they made TNG, they they went in and they ensured that every episode had some action in it. They tried. <laughs> um, there's very few that don't. And that's not a bad idea. It's an action series. And there's a lot of other things happening. Science fiction, the real science, the social commentary. But, you know, the action's important too. It keeps people engaged. So we get this this jerk. Yeah. He's playing chicken. So he's playing chicken kind of stupidly, but he's playing chicken. That's true. So he's playing with um, the lives of 
potentially millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Because if this gets out. Yeah. It's like, dude, don't don't be don't be this guy. Don't put yourself above others. But like, a lot you, of people do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Um for reasons that bear a lot of analysis. <laughs> we won't um, go into that. Yeah. I mean I'd love to, I won't go into it here. <laughs> but um you know, rumor has it I occasionally have YouTube videos that I try to talk about that kind of stuff on. But yeah. mostly. Um, so yeah, so this guy's trying to get out of the station, but he's trying to get away from the station with the ship so hard, he, they can't even let him go if they wanted to. Yeah. Like, oh. So. Oh no. Oh no. And I guess their, I guess their transporters are broken. Because I, those people that were trapped in the beginning. I, I, well, if he, if his ship explodes, um, then it'll, it'll hurt the, the station too. So I think that's why they yeah. have to stop the ship from exploding. Yeah, we'd hope they could just beam a dude on. That's true. And just be like, hey, Odo, punch this dude. You're made of whatever. <laughs> so just punch him. This is funny. Yeah. Like, this is so wrong. Because, again, <laughs> like, she's literally kidnapping him. She's like, hey, oh, yeah. oh, good. You're in your office. Boop. That's hilarious. But, hey, we see these people, you know. Well, I, I guess usually when these people fight, they stun people. Which is a nice <laughs> thing true. about Star Trek. But, um,. So. This you were talking earlier about like a lot of plots being solved by writing a note. I kept thinking like, or I keep thinking like, Kira, just write a note, just write it down now in case you get the aphasia in the middle of your conversation. <laughs> like, of course, TV yeah. logic means she won't, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you need five more minutes of runtime, she could get it. <laughs> yeah, and then the do- scientist, the doctor, has to be like, ah, oh, I don't know how to dock. Oh my god. <laughs> So, or maybe she gives an impassioned speech made of complete nonsense. <laughs> that would be amazing. And he's like, "I understand from your tone, this is important. I'll do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll continue going to the station." So, and Cisco gets physically sick first before the aphasia gets him. Well, all of them have been right. All of them have been physically affected. They've been like sweating and looking really tired and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, then, I guess it, hmm? And then he, he gets the aphasia immediately after. Yeah. <laughs> I guess O'Brien looked pretty bad to begin with, so it'd be hard to notice. <laughs> yeah. The virus hit him first. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fish out of water for Odo, right? Because, <laughs> well... Everybody in Starfleet can look at whatever alien console they want and start doing stuff with it. Yeah. Odo, um, like, suddenly knows how to do ops. Well, like, he doesn't. Like, he, he's visibly uncomfortable. So I guess he, he knows... Hmm? But, but like, he doesn't actually have to ask for it to be explained to him, right? Yeah. That's true. So... <laughs> this guy's in the... Uh... I only went to boot camp of being a terrorist <laughs> excuse. Like, that's yeah. the bad news. Right. It's like, look, you were the intern for the guy that made this virus. That has to count for something. He's, he's like, like, no. 
Yeah, I don't think it does, man. But. And then she tells him about the the human crime or the human rights violation she did. <laughs> I mean, it's... Okay, so Kira is, in many ways, <laughs> coughing on a dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> she could have at least worn a... But no, she didn't, she didn't want to wear a mask. She wanted to pressure him to fix the virus. Right. And I, if people were coughing on other people... In order to cure the virus somehow, <laughs> like that would be a principle worthy of debate. Yes. Um, but the people who are doing that are just pieces of garbage. So, yes. hey, speaking of garbage, here's Quark. <laughs> He's never in this room. He just saunters in. I love his yeah. attitude hit here. He's great. He's in a position of, of power, of authority. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm loving this. <laughs> it's great and he's just especially purely... this part <laughs> <laughs> and like, I would I would bet you five dollars he's lying I would bet you five dollars that he knows like he has actually transported people and he just said that to get Odo hyped up oh yeah absolutely stressed out so it's good yeah but their transporters do work yes he just beams Odo. Well, but again, if his ship explodes, it'll take out a big portion of the docking ring. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> he just doesn't answer. <laughs> uh, I love it, how much he loves this. Yeah. Cork is kind of an odd duck in a franchise that usually focuses on you know the professionals that do things he's he's clearly a civilian yeah um so it's good to put him into that role uh you but know, she does get the impatient she does eventually eventually she's like so oh, no. uh well odo and core kind of do our, our our action quotient here buddy cop <laughs> <laughs> thing um and this guy got aphasia too, right? Like, oh, right, where he's gonna say, "Dog fell distance." There we go. So he was sick. All, he was sick all the time. <laughs> Tell me that's great line too. Yeah, tell me about it. Those got nice little quips. Yeah, you know, say things, but our our entire hopes rest on this this non-player character, this guy who has his own life that's going on, and it's. Yeah, there's a habit for shows with these regular casts. Say, well, the regular cast is exceptional. Everybody else is either an obstacle or a supporting character. Yeah, that's true. And, and it's this guy. Although Bashir did obviously make a lot of progress. Um, and that's why he can fix it in a dramatic, like, 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. like, he's... He is the one who fixes it. And he doesn't even get to brag to anyone later. Because it's like, I fixed a yeah. virus that I... That one of my associates made that almost killed yeah. everybody on the station. I, I know it's a budget thing, but Odo, you have goo arms. Just do them both at the same time. Jeez. <laughs> budget Stand and it. drama. Yeah, Odo's no, got the true. training too, the drama. Quirks <laughs> <laughs> is one second of, of actually freaking out in all of this. So. Yeah, at least he knows how to yell when there's 30 seconds left on the clock. He does. 
Also, why has, like, I guess they've been busy, but, like, Cisco's just been left flumped down on the <laughs> desk. Like, why isn't he yeah. in medical? He's the captain. Earlier in this episode, you were stopping everything to fix his coffee. It's a crisis. <laughs> the guy was exploding. A, a ship was exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, you can say whatever you want, but Quark has every right to be compensated for these actions. <laughs> it's true. So... Maybe not like took, a, like $500, whatever the equivalent. He exposed himself to considerable legal risk <laughs> in true. the operation of the station. He could have messed something up and been sued. Yeah. So. I mean, but no, because everyone was dead, so. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. pretty light note to end things on yeah it's kind of sitcom-y in a way that surprised yeah. me considering how close everyone was to being dead right it's, it's a little odd yeah i star trek occasionally tries to do that where it tries to hit like that that specific tone of lightness yeah i feel like it you know when, when it hits it right i don't think you mind it's like oh haha, it's kind of fun but when they they go too far it's like mm. <laughs> yeah exactly so because the stakes are real that's why we care yeah. So it isn't like right. it isn't what well because most sitcoms the reason they can do that is that most problems can be solved by a single adult conversation anyway. So there's no real stakes. Yeah. You're just pretending that there's stakes. Right. So yeah. Kind of need perspective. Yeah. So um so yeah, final thoughts, Babel. It's different now than it would have like a few years ago even. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. Pretty good overall. Like nice ensemble episode. Yeah, yeah. Even including that one guy that we'll never see again. He was a part of the ensemble. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So. And, All right. and Karen. Mm-hmm. And Karen as well. And Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. All right. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah. So. Um, Next week, we are going to be watching Captive Pursuit. Yes. Not next week. Darn it. Uh, next time. You just time. have a habit. Next time. Next time. We're going to be watching Captive Pursuit. So, um. While listening to a complaint about Quirk's Levicious. Wait, how do you say that word? I think it's Levicious. I think you have it. Oh, because that's not how it's spelled. Because it's L A S C I V. Anyway. Levicious behavior. Last vicious behavior. Maybe they just spelled I mean, it Maybe wrong. that's it. Maybe that's it. Cisco is alerted that an alien vessel is coming through the wormhole. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. That gives me yeah. some idea of, of what will happen. We'll see bit. someone from the, the quadrant. Yeah. You can see the picture of the guy. He looks like that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he definitely looks like a person with prosthetics on his face. Yeah. yeah. Until next... Until next, <laughs> Until next time, time. Uh, always remember, remember that you exist here. here.